Episode 23 of Royally Rumbled is here. I'm Jordan. I'm Robert. Today we are discussing WWE Elimination Chamber 2019. Yeah, it's uh, one of two pay-per-views before WrestleMania. Two? Uh, yeah. Yeah, they're going to do two in less than ten weeks before WrestleMania. So, you know it's going to be good. I mean, is it? Is it going to be good? You know it's going to be chock full of important moments that have so much bearing on the overwhelming story. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so, basically, what you're saying is none of the titles are going to change hands. Well, there will be one new champion on this card. because oh, yeah. the Because there is no current champion. And that, of course is the women's tag team titles. Well, before we get to the one highlight of this entire show, <laughs> let's do some housekeeping stuff quick. Oh, we're going to look at the bulletin board. Why do we keep call- why do I keep calling it that? I don't know because that's where people put like important stuff. When's the last time you saw a bulletin board and you were like, "You know what? Let me look at that." Every day of my life. <laughs> I was going to say like I ele- work in a bulletin board school. store. Robert, you know this. <laughs> How dare you? Eight years ago, my father was killed in a bulletin board accident. <laughs> so what do we got? What's what's going on? <laughs> what's going on in Royally Rumbled Land? All right. Well, we could start off uh, with the fact that, along with Seth Rollins, we are also going to WrestleMania. We are. And we didn't even have to compete in a Royal Rumble. Well, it's because we're known as Royally Rumbled. Oh, that's right. So it's, they just they just gave us four tickets for like eight hundred dollars. Yeah, or it's fine. whatever that worked out. It's to. fine. This is fine. Everything's. <laughs> they fine. didn't give us anything. I, I should reiterate, they did not give us anything. We are going to be in the nosebleeds, uh, but we're going to be there. However, if someone would like to gift us uh, right. a sponsorship, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're going to be in section three sixteen, Stone Cold Steve Austin section. So, uh, I'm super stoked for it. I keep forgetting that we're going. Yeah, you it's, know? it's not real to me yet. Right. Like, I keep like I keep watching stuff, and I'm like, man, that's going to be a great match at WrestleMania. Oh, my God, I'm going to be there. Yeah. So. And it's your first <laughs> WrestleMania, which is it's very exciting. It's my first WrestleMania in person. I'm freaking out. And it's the first time we'll be at WrestleMania together. This is true. This is very true. It's going to be awesome. Can't wait. I can't wait. What I else wait. is going on WrestleMania week? WrestleMania week is always a great time for indie wrestling because they all have their shows in the general vicinity. Uh, but because this is the New York, New Jersey kind of crossover, they're all over the place. Mm-hmm. But on Thursday, before WrestleMania, we get interspecies wrestlings. Boner Jam 4. Balls out. Yeah, that's right. Tickets start at just $25 and can be purchased at bonerjam.brownpapertickets.com. And let's just hope it's the only time bonerjam.brown has been in your browser history. <laughs> uh, the main event is a fatal four-way fans bring the Lego deathmatch for the King of Crazy Championship. So it's not just a Lego deathmatch. They're asking you, the hardworking fan, to bring in your old Legos 
And if you do, they will dump them on the mat and then dump somebody onto them that have been dumped onto the mat. Uh, yeah, it's going to be certainly interesting to see what four people do in this fans bring the Lego death match. I mean, it sounds unmissable. Yeah, uh, and Royally Rumbled is an official sponsor. Yeah, I'm stoked for it. Uh, as you enter the White Eagle Hall with your Legos, <laughs> <laughs> you could be singing things like, you've got your balls to the wall, or balls out for the summer. <laughs> Or I've got big balls, he's got big balls. You know, all of the classic songs about balls. And speaking of songs, you know, uh, we're doing this thing on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, where we are taking uh, a bunch of WWE entrance music. We're putting them up against one another. And we're having you, the fans, vote for the better entrance theme to determine the best entrance music of all time. And we are just about ready to start round two. Yeah, right, round two is right around the corner. And if round one is any indication, it is going to be bananas. Uh, the very first matchup of round one saw Shawn Michaels' sexy boy defeat The Undertaker's Rest in Peace. And that had nearly a thousand votes. So... Uh, it's one thing that every wrestling fan can agree on is that they love entrance music. They love all the different songs. They like to talk about them. Um, so this has definitely been a huge boon for us for coming up with this crazy tournament that we did. We're on to the round of 16 in round two. Yeah, I'm very excited to see what wins here because round one was tough. Like you said, we put up Shawn Michaels' entrance theme against Undertaker's theme, and then we are currently dealing with Shinsuke Nakamura's first theme versus Finn Balor's theme, and these are just first-round matches. So round yeah. two is going to be unbelievable to try and pick one. Here's here's one of the more difficult matchups from round two because it's already been decided. The Game versus Metalingus. Triple H's entrance music against Edge's entrance music. And we're asking you which one is better. So, good luck! I know. Uh, <laughs> it's fun to sit back and watch uh, what people respond to and what yeah. they go off about. I mean, and not to toot our own horn, but in terms of what people respond to... Uh, <laughs> Uh, our our first round matchup of Triple H's The Game versus Becky Lynch's Celtic Invasion uh, drew the eyes of one Dave LaGreca from Bu from Busted Open Radio on Sirius XM, and they talked about it for their entire program. Dude, <laughs> they had so callers. Cool. They had callers for the entire three hours talking about their favorite entrance music. So <laughs> that was it. Was pretty awesome. It was pretty awesome to listen back to that episode and just be like, I can't believe we we, we helped create that much content for them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. It was awesome. It was so cool. And then Dave responded to us and said thank you for the, the topic, which was cool. Let's uh, discuss what's happening this Sunday, February 17th at the Toyota Center in Houston, Texas. Oh, the illustrious Toyota Center. Uh, <laughs> known for such great events as the Houston Rockets play there? 
I think. Uh, hey, I drive a Toyota Corolla. All right, I'm kind <laughs> of a big deal. <sighs> um. All right. So, uh, elimination chamber, the pre-show match, as we've grown accustomed to, features the cruiserweight championship match, which is the champion Buddy Murphy taking on Akira Tozawa. Akira Tozawa lost his previous shot at the cruiserweight title uh, at the Royal Rumble, uh, but he wound up winning a fatal four-way elimination match against Leo Rush, Cedric Alexander, and Humberto Carrilla. Uh, So now Tozawa has his sights set on winning his second cruiserweight championship. Yeah, and, you know, there seems to be just repeating themes from our last episode when we talked about the cruiserweight championship match. Don't sleep on the cruiserweight division. Buddy Murphy is awesome as champion. 205 Live is fun. And none of that has changed. So all of those things are still true. (laughs) Absolutely. And like you said, Buddy Murphy's been constantly proving himself since winning the title at Super Showdown. Uh, I mean, he's picked up victories against most of the 205 Live roster at this point. So who do you see winning here? I've got Buddy Murphy. Uh, I don't see any reason to change the belt at this point. Uh, Let him carry into WrestleMania. He's had a good year. He deserves it. Um, I'm stoked for the match. I just wish that they could get on the main card again. Yeah, I I agree with all of that. Uh, Did they actually confirm this for the pre-show yet? To my knowledge, it's the only thing that's been confirmed for the pre-show. Oh, okay. Well, all right. So... I have Buddy Murphy as well. What do you think is going to happen going forward from him retaining here? Because like I said, he's already defeated most of the 205 Live roster, including Akira Tozawa before. So what do you think happens going forward? He's, I don't know. I don't know if they need to, to move some NXT talent over to 205 Live like they've been doing slowly to just give him somebody else to work with. Uh, I don't know if they need to do another fatal four way for the title. Like I don't, I don't know, I don't know what else there is. Um, but they've got to do some. I don't know if they could do like a like a ladder match for WrestleMania. Maybe put like the six of them in a ladder match or something like that. Oh shit! They just got to they just got to switch it up. I mean, it it kind of sucks. Yeah, that it feels like there's there's nowhere else to go. Like it it shouldn't feel like that with the wealth of talent that they have on two hundred five live. It should be constantly writing itself i i agree i'd like to see buddy murphy feud with the brian kendrick you know because now brian kendrick is a face again so i'm very curious to see how far he could push the juggernaut of 205 live and since kendrick is paired up with tozawa it makes sense to head in that direction heading into fast lane and then maybe build towards something bigger for wrestlemania so, like you yeah, said, cool. I like your idea of having a ladder match. Yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong with a multi-man ladder match at WrestleMania. And if it's the Cruiserweights, there's a chance that that match gets on the card, you know? <laughs> As it uh, should be. It it definitely should be. I'm just saying, like, if it's a multi-man ladder match, there's a better chance that it gets on the card. So. All right. So, you have Buddy Murphy. I have Buddy I Murphy. Anything All else? Right. That's it. All right. 
First match on the main card, we've got Braun Strowman taking on Baron Corbin in what has now been revealed to be a no-DQ match. I'm pretty much over Braun Strowman, and you mentioned in a tweet a while ago about how WWE must be kicking themselves for not pulling the trigger on Strowman and then turning him heel to feud with Roman, killing all of his momentum, and then slowly slowly trying to climb back to where he was and it's almost impossible it is he just think back to when roman was here and healthy and when Strowman was the guy primarily going against him it was the 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 pop that the crowd gave Strowman was incredible he they were he was so over yeah and then they they pulled back they made him do that weird thing where he was in a group with Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler, turned the crowd against him, killed his killed his momentum, and it's just they're really forcing it to come back, and it's just it's just not it's just not happening. The crowd's still chanting "Get these hands," but it's almost like uh, at the end of Ryback's tenure when they were chanting "Feed me more." I was but nobody the meant the same it. thing. You know, right? It feels like that, right? Yeah. Or just there's absolutely no juice behind it. And they're just chanting it because they know it's a thing. And especially uh, if you look at the loss after loss to Lesnar and yeah. then the heel turn, it's just stupid. He didn't he eat? He only ate one F5 and got pinned, didn't he? Yeah. Meanwhile, Seth took six on Raw and still got up. Because they got to they got to get Seth over, brother. No, I know, but like the the <laughs> lack of continuity on that. Yeah, I mean, Strowman was felled by one F five, and Seth took six. I mean, and so stood was up. so was Samoa Joe. You yeah, know, they were they were using the F five for a little while as like a one and done kind of thing. Well, they were trying to protect it so Roman could kick out of it, and then they changed their minds. So, mm-hmm. it's stupid. I don't really know what I want to see in this match because I can't really believe it's still happening. Like, on one hand, I'd 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 like to see a three minute squash match just to end it. <laughs> like, I'm okay with a three minute squash just to say we don't have to see it anymore. <laughs> I was I was honest to God thinking the same thing because I was equating it to when Strowman uh, wrestled Kevin Owens at SummerSlam last year. And mm-hmm. it was just a massacre. Like that's kind of what I could see this match being here. Yeah, and it would, and they would try to use it to build Strowman up again. Ugh. Anyway, um, <clears throat> on the other hand, I'd kind of like to see Corbin win something because he's just constantly losing, but still pretends like he's involved or should be involved. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's a weird thing. Uh, I don't. I don't see that happening, though. I don't see them actually trying to build Corbin up in any way, uh, other than giving him a microphone. Which I just want to point out, he's been fantastic on the microphone, dude. He's so good. His pro- he cut his hair and his confidence shot through the roof. Well, sure, <laughs> because he no longer had the worst hairline in WWE. So that is now that is now Victor of the Ascension. Um, <laughs> uh, Corbin cut his hair confidence through the roof his promos have been fantastic it's just the reason nobody likes him 
is that he hasn't been given a storyline with which to make himself a real player. Yeah, I mean, like the, he had the creative the, isn't there. He had the general manager role for a little while, but then that went away, and now but we he's all knew just, that that wasn't. We all knew that that wasn't going to be a that. We all knew that that wasn't going to be a real thing. Like that was a waste of time. It was a waste of everybody's time. Yeah, but now he's just teaming with Drew McIntyre <sighs> because, like you had said, McIntyre's new gimmick is just form a team with someone. Yeah. Oh, are you a heel? We're a team. Like that's McIntyre's gimmick right now. He's 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 teaming with Bobby Lashley because they're both bad guys. That's literally the only reason. Yeah, and uh, I think this is leading to Braun Strowman versus Drew McIntyre. I really wish. Well, uh, as far as as far as everything I've seen and read, according to the uh, the internet rumors and whatnot, Triple H won't be healthy to compete at WrestleMania, which kind of sucks for him, but I really wish that we would have paid off because I would have liked to see Strowman versus Triple H at WrestleMania because that's a good use of a veteran talent to get somebody over. Meh. I'm over I'm over Strowman. No, no, I I agree. I'm just saying that when he had his like that was Survivor Series was not like, last year, the year before. Yeah, that was twenty when they started that, and I would have been more than okay getting Strowman versus Triple H at WrestleMania because I think it would have made Strowman to have a good match at Triple H. For a second, I thought you were gonna say uh, you would love to see Drew McIntyre versus Batista. I mean, now that you say that, <laughs> I know it's a good idea. Uh, yes. So where do I sign? Let's let's get that going. I like the idea of Drew McIntyre beating everybody's favorite legends. Yeah. Not a not a legend killer per se, <laughs> but he beat Angle. Um so it'd be really cool if they put him in a program with Batista. Yeah. Not that Batista's around. No. But uh, not that he's not listening to other offers from other companies mm. and everybody acting like that's a real thing. <laughs> You heard it here first. But I digress. Um, uh, so, yeah, I've got Strowman winning because why not? Yeah. Um, I have Strowman as well. But they have been humanizing Strowman a little bit more lately. So Didn't he roll a limo like three weeks ago? Yeah, but like <laughs> he had a good match with Finn Balor. And actually, like, sold for him and stuff. So it's possible that, especially now with the no DQ stipulation, it's possible that we get some shenanigans going on. I'm sure Drew McIntyre will be out. Baron Corbin's going to take off his vest to have a second vest underneath. (laughs) When Corbin takes off his vest, it is the equivalent of Kurt Angle taking down the straps. You know business is about to pick up. Exactly. Dude, I was watching Raw with someone who has never watched wrestling before, and when Baron Corbin was on the TV, they asked me why he wrestles in dress clothes. (laughs) And I had to, like, retcon and explain it was part of the character, and then... You had to explain... You had to explain WWE's unwritten rule that if you're a corporate character, you have to wear your suit to the ring and wrestle in it 
<laughs> like, why isn't Dean Ambrose a corporate character? Why isn't Dean Ambrose a corporate? character? We have to put him in a suit. He wrestles and in get jeans. Him in the ring. He wrestles in jeans. Why not get him in Dockers? <laughs> get him out of those boots and into some uh... some slip-on dress shoes from Coles. <laughs> Coles, have it your way, or whatever. There. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so we both have Strowman. Yes. Beating up on uh, Baron Corbin here. Yes. And from one why match to another why match, we've got Bobby Lashley, the Intercontinental Champion, and Leo Rush taking on Finn Balor in a handicap tag match for the Intercontinental Championship. Putting Finn Balor up against Bobby Lashley for the Intercontinental Championship seems like such a step back from where he was a few weeks ago. You've been demoted. He was mixing it up in the main event, and now all of a sudden he's working with Lashley in the Intercontinental title? Like, I'm sorry, but that title hasn't meant much, and it's starting to seem like a poor consolation prize for Finn Balor. So I'm glad you mentioned the what that title means because Miz did a lot to build that title back up and then Rollins took the torch and did it justice by holding it and defending it and he even defended it in the main event of a pay-per-view over the summer. And then so everybody that, that title friggin' that didn't pay Well, they shit all over it. Yeah. But uh, that title didn't never meant more at that point with Seth holding it after Miz built it up. And then Seth dropped it to one Dean Ambrose. And Dean Ambrose did nothing with it but wear a gas mask and pretend to be Bane from Bat- or Dark Knight Rises. Um, in a piss-poor fashion, I might add. Yeah. Um, and then Lashley won it. And that title is right back to being a piece of dog shit around his waist. Like, all that work for two-plus years, make it good, make it worthwhile, make it mean something, make everybody care about it, and now it is absolutely nothing again. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really hope that Finn wins and carries it to WrestleMania, so at least I'll I'll be excited for that strap, you know? Uh, but Lashley, even with Leo Rush... Is just a massive disconnect with me. And I like Leo. Oh, I love Leo Rush. I I remember specifically when WWE signed Leo Rush, and I texted you and I was like, remember that little dude I told you about in ROH? He's coming to WWE. And you were like, no shit. I had watched several of his matches in ROH, and I was like, this guy's nuts. Nuts. And... He was in NXT, and whatever happened in NXT happened in NXT. He's 23. Mm-hmm. He's on the main roster. They give him a microphone every week. Uh, I, I can't believe where he's where he's gone, you know? And then you pair him with Lashley because Lashley desperately needs a mouth um, for, for somebody to, to talk for him. And Lashley's – Leo's great at that. Leo's great at it. They had him doing the promo like during Lashley's matches, 
talking about him and everything, and that was annoying but good because it was annoying. And then they took that away, and now you're just stuck with Bobby Lashley. Like, well, he was never exciting, you know? I don't know why they thought this time around would be any different, and it's just, it sucks. It sucks. As Especially, like, the way that they're like, well, it's a handicap match, but it's for the title. Like, it doesn't... Yeah. I hate doing like shit a Balor like that. can pin Leo Rush to win the Intercontinental Championship. But not and only that... we're supposed to it, be excited about that. It discredits Leo Rush as his own performer because... It, it discredits Finn Balor to have to beat Leo Rush to get it because that means Lashley's going to want another shot at it. And that means we're going to have to watch that match at WrestleMania. No, because there's no rematches. There's no automatic rematches anymore. They're gone. Oh, are you are you trying to indicate that they actually changed something when they gave that promo? <laughs> because everything feels an awful lot like it used to. Um. So I think Balor's going to win. And I also I have Balor winning. I have him winning. Too bad this this match is going to be on the pre-show at WrestleMania. <laughs> Ooh. Um. So. Even, oh, can I? Can we update? Uh, uh, hashtag Demon Watch twenty nineteen. No, uh, it's, it's definitely not going to be here. No, and so keep on waiting. Although that would be cool. If he just showed up in the demon mag. Would it? <laughs> Would it? He didn't wear it to beat Brock Lesnar, but he needs it to beat Leo Rush and Bobby Lashley. So uh, what I think should happen is since Lashley needs a direction, since he's just bullying people, um, mm-hmm. it'd be awesome, awesome to have... Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn return to cost Lashley the title at, say, Fastlane and then take on Lashley and Leo Rush at WrestleMania. Oh, as a tag team? Yeah. Okay. And then. So you're saying they come in, they cost him the Intercontinental Championship. He doesn't go for his rematch because he wants revenge on the guys that cost him the title. Yes. And we get Lashley and Leo Rush as a legit tag team. Against Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Yes, at WrestleMania. I'm all for it. And then, this way, since Lashley would uh, somehow retain in this match due to some sort of dusty finish with Finn Balor, maybe, just maybe, I don't know, I'm just throwing it out there, I don't write the show, I just throw ideas out. Maybe we could get... Somehow, some way, Finn Balor over to SmackDown to challenge Daniel Bryan for the WWE Championship at WrestleMania. I'm just saying that might be a great idea. Mm. I don't know. Do it if you want. Just simmer. Let it simmer in the back of your head. Yeah, that's not happening. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. I would love to see it. I would love to see Daniel Bryan. Heal Daniel Bryan versus face Finn Balor for the WWE championship at WrestleMania. I'm sold. I'm, I mean, we're there anyway, but I'm there. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, but they're not gonna, no, so. but in my mind, uh, Finn Balor's pinning Leo rush for the title. for the title. Yep. Lashley, <laughs> Lashley. <laughs> <laughs> 
Our first match from SmackDown Live. Uh, we've got The Miz and Shane McMahon, the tag team champions, versus The Usos for the SmackDown Live Tag Team Championships. And I just want to say right out of the gate, the Usos promo on SmackDown Live on McMiz TV was fantastic. Yeah, but like, are they heels now? They operate somewhere in between because the crowd cheers for them, but they say heel things. Okay, because, I mean, I feel like the promo, they're just more insulted because they are a legitimate tag team and they're acknowledging the joke that is the tag team division on SmackDown. Yeah. Well, WWE yeah, as a whole, and, but well, and the and the top of that joke is Miz and Shane McMahon as tag team champions. Yeah. So yeah, no, that's exactly what they're doing in that promo. They're like, "You're a ta- you're the best tag team in the world. You look at us. Like, <laughs> uh, they look. They were super strong on the mic, and the dual super kicks to Miz and Shane McMahon at the same time in unison." Was awesome, dude. They looked so good. Yeah, and Miz and and Shane sold them all, sold them fantastic. They just went right back. Well, that goes back they to like... that goes back to me saying in the last episode that Shane is amazing at selling. Oh, dude, hundred percent, hundred percent. And and Shane and Miz continue to have just awesome chemistry as a pair. I'm yeah. I'm all for it. Yeah, dude, they're they're still fun together. Uh, I, I legit, legitimately laughed out loud when Miz was feeding Shane the answers to the questions <laughs> in the tag team game. Legitimately laughed out loud. And the crowd popped when, for them. Yeah, when Miz was like, what's my favorite color? It's blue. Like, <laughs> I, <laughs> I was dying. I was absolutely dying. And they asked like some crazy question that nobody would know the answer to and then told Shane the answer and Shane said the answer. And the Usos like, within the framework of what was happening. We're like, man, you're telling him what he said. <laughs> that was great. That was great. So I was laughing so hard. Miz is, it's unbelievable how underappreciated Miz is. Oh, absolutely. The Miz is one of the best WWE superstars today. All around, all around. One of the best WWE superstars. So, I'm curious, like, when is the Shane Miz storyline going to end as a team? Well, I'm patiently waiting for Miz to steal Shane's shine, like, one too many times. Uh, leading to a turn, possibly at Fastlane, which gets us to a WrestleMania match between Miz and Shane. I need Miz to be a heel. I love face Miz because he's fun. So that's... But I'm, Miz needs to be a heel. That's the thing, though. Like, Shane is the only McMahon that is not a heel right now. So what if they turn Shane on the Miz? And then Shane brings the Mean Street Posse back at WrestleMania. (laughs) No, we do not need three overweight... 40-plus-year-old men in sweater vests. But Pete Gass. And light-colored khakis. The the Mean Street Posse would not be able to operate in today's society. I don't think there was ever a time where they hit the ring where they all didn't bleed. (laughs) (laughs) 
I really like I what was what was the show that I was watching on the network? What pay-per-view was that? That I was texting you the entire time. Oh, Pete Gas face. <laughs> oh my god. He looked like he was in a car accident. It had to have like, been a WrestleMania. Yeah, it had to be. I, oh my god, it was disgusting. It was like a 10 guy hardcore title match and Pete Gas. Oh. He was covered in blood. It was disgust. It was disgusting. I can't stop laughing. <laughs> it, was, it was absolutely disgusting. Like they would not they wouldn't even know what to do. He'd be like looking for a stop sign under the ring and they'd be like, No, it doesn't happen anymore. And Pete Gas would be like, because I would assume he's stupid now because of all the head injuries. He was on uh-huh. he was on the Edge and Christian <laughs> show this season. Was he? Yeah. No way. He was. Was he wearing the sweater he vest was. and the light colored khakis? He 100% khakis? Oh my was. God. The f- mean street posse. They, uh, I think the storyline was like Edge and Christian wanted to like get street smart or something <laughs> on the mean streets of Connecticut. Oh, God. Yeah, they used to build them from the mean streets of Greenwich. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so, That's great. Yeah. Uh, I, I think the Usos are winning here. Ooh, uh, I don't. I have Miz and Shane winning again. I have no doubt. I have no doubt. I fully expect that this is going to be a good match. Uh, I have fully, 100%, Usos never don't deliver. Uh, and Shane and Miz, as we saw last pay-per-view, they're pretty good. They are. So I fully expect this to be a good match. I just, I don't, there hasn't been enough tension to lead to a breakup yet. So that's my only concern yeah no so not I feel yet like losing the title they've got to win a good way to add start adding some cracks in there no i wouldn't i would i would have them uh i would have miz tag in at an inopportune moment and make shane take a big a big bump from that to cause a little bit of dissension but they're but shane's gonna be like all right all right and they're going to work it out. And then maybe they'll do one or two SmackDown things where stuff's just kind of getting foggy with the two of them. They're still good, but it's just you can kind of see them looking at each other a little bit. I wouldn't I wouldn't have what you just said. I wouldn't have that happen until Fastlane to get us to WrestleMania. Because Fastlane is less of a Fastlane and more of a speed bump. Well, like you said, On we the got road. Like two... On the road We got, what, two weeks for Fastlane? <laughs> So it's not- if it, I looked at the calendar, I don't remember what the official date is, but looking at the calendar, March 10th is the only day that really makes sense, which would be one to it's, the third week from, from Elimination Chamber. It's the week it's way before too many WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, seriously, it's that would put three weeks to WrestleMania. One, two, three. WrestleMania would be the fourth week. So that's the only place that it makes sense for me. To give a full four week build to WrestleMania, but still, it's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So I have Miz and Shane winning here, but I have exactly what you were saying happening at Fastlane. Okay. I guess we'll go back to Raw. Um, we've got the Raw Women's Championship up for grabs. It's Ronda Rousey versus Ruby Riot. Do you want to expound? On the great build for this match, Jordan. Oh, wait, you can't because there isn't one. There has been zero hype. Uh, Ruby Riot's going to lose. No. Oh. That's 
What? That's a foregone conclusion. Dude, but could we just joke for a second here? How funny would it be if the Raw Women's Championship match at WrestleMania was Ruby Riot versus Charlotte? <laughs> they they completely left Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch off the card. <laughs> you don't tell us what to do. <laughs> <coughs> oh shit. Um so <clears throat> let me put it to you like this. Ruby Riot does not deserve this match. Uh, but I don't mean what I don't mean. I don't mean that she does not deserve a title shot. I mean that she doesn't deserve to be stuck in a lame duck placeholder title match. This is definitely, without a doubt, a situation where she's getting booked to do the job and it's not fair. If she had this as a true feud where her and Ronda were actually at each other's throats, it would be fantastic and she would absolutely kill it. I'm so mad for her. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, Ruby even cut a promo on Twitter saying mm-hmm. how everyone is overlooking her, including Ronda Rousey and WWE. And it's so true because it's WWE is 100% overlooking her and it's just sad. And and one of these things I don't understand is why are they not showing these on Raw? Like, would it kill them to put like a mini doc together that they actually aired during the program? the three-hour program instead of, like, the commentary team discussing Ronda versus Becky or if Becky's going to apologize, maybe. I don't know. Showcase your production team by hyping up the importance of training for the match against Ronda. You mean you don't like listening to Corey Graves and Renee Young gravel at each other about who's right and who's wrong about any given situation? Oh, it's so bad. It like it breaks my heart because they do put together these awesome video packages. They had a whole thing with Sasha Banks and and Ronda Rousey heading into the Royal Rumble. They put it up on their YouTube page. Oh, they yeah, put it on the yeah, network. That was great, but they don't yeah. put it during the broadcast of the show. Well, dude, they don't even they don't even hype NXT on Raw. You got three hours. You could do an NXT recap or an NXT build up for the fo- the coming week. To get people to buy your network that you're trying to desperately sell? They don't do it. It's so... It's just silly. It's messy. Like, even this match, this whole this whole thing, it's just ridiculous booking. I don't even need... Like, why does Ronda need to have a match on this card? Why couldn't we get a Raw Tag Team Championship match? Who knows? Ronda's a star. Ronda doesn't need... She doesn't need a match on this card. You could even put... Asuka doesn't have a match on this card. Yeah. Why don't we have an Asuka match on this card? Do champion versus champion for absolutely no reason. (laughs) No, they wouldn't wouldn't give away Asuka versus Ronda yet. But that's funny, though. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's stupid. Obviously, Ronda's winning. Yeah. So, it wouldn't even make sense... Like, her first loss would be in a nowhere feud with Ruth Ruby. Like, that's stupid. Not her first loss. She's lost before. She's been pinned before? Well, she was in a tag match on Raw. That doesn't count, Whatever. Jordan. <laughs> she lost. She didn't take... She lost. She didn't take the, she didn't take the pin. But she lost. She was on the losing team. She was on the losing team. She did not lose. 
Jordan. Well, well, she's not undefeated anymore. Hmm. I would still qualify that as undefeated. You could say, well, that's like uh, Bianca Belair saying she's still undefeated because it's just a mindset or whatever. No, 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 no. Legitimately, Ronda has not lost yet. In one-on-one competition. Right. All right. So let's make some history. We've got the Elimination Chamber match to determine the first ever WWE Women's Tag Team Champions. The competitors are... (gasps) (laughs) Nia Jax and Tamina versus Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan versus Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville versus Billy Kay and Peyton Royce versus Naomi and Carmella versus... Sasha Banks and Bailey. So let's. Do you want to go through the teams one by one? Because there's a lot of them. Well, right off, right, right out the gate before we get into who's in the match, just let's just talk about the ma- match on its face. Um, the first ever women's tag team titles in WWE won't be crowned in a tag match. That sounds like the most WWE thing ever. <laughs> it's a uh, a black card in in Cards Against Humanity. What's the most WWE? <laughs> Crowning your first ever women's tag team champions in a non-tag match? <laughs> oh, God. Right? Like, that's what it feels like, right? Yeah. It's just stupid. Yeah. It's just stupid. Why wouldn't they have a, a match that they would tag in and out? To, you know, win a tag belt. That's weird. Whatever. Um, the, I guess I, they're they're just using like, oh my God, it's an elimination chamber. So it's crazy. But every, there's pads everywhere now. So it's not that crazy. Yeah. Anyway, let's uh, let's proceed. Um, so the two teams that are starting off the match are going to be Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville versus Bailey and Sasha Banks. And that makes sense because they were in the Elimination Chamber women's match last year. Yep. All four of them. Yep. And they proved so that I they can it. like go in that match and be right. creative. Right. So I get it. So do you want to talk about the supposed injury that Sasha Banks is suffering from here? <laughs> what is there even to say? Like I don't know. I'm trying to I'm trying to stir the pot. No, I know, but I uh, it's really hard to stir a pot when it's you're just scraping the bottom. Like, <laughs> I I don't know why I don't know why they continue to do these like weird injury spots with Sasha. Yeah, it's, I didn't even think of that. It's so strange. Like, she, oh, she's got an injury. She can't help Bailey out, and Bailey's got to do the whole match by herself and get a a, a a hope spot, and then and then drop the drop the match to friggin' Nia Jax. Um, I don't get it. I don't know why they do it to Sasha. I don't know why her and Bailey can't just either be a f- straight up team where they're good with each other or straight up enemies where they hate each other and they fight one another. I don't know why we can't just have that one or the other. We've got to do this weird middling where Bailey's like taken up for, her, but Sasha's using her and then that doesn't go anywhere, and then they're best friends again. Like, it's stupid. It's stupid. Exactly. Either commit or move on. Shit or get off the pot. Because the longer you drag it out, the less 
people are going to be invested. A year ago right now, everybody was dying for Sasha versus Bailey at WrestleMania. Dying for it. And you think anybody cares right now whether that happens or not? No. No. Not even a little. I mean, with that being said, I fully believe that Sasha and Bailey are the front runners to win this match. That's not necessarily who I think is actually going to win, but I think everyone thinks no. right. Bailey right. and okay. Sasha yeah. are I, going I to agree win. with that. Absolutely. Yes. I agree with that. But so let's get into these other teams uh, before we get to the end here. Let's not skip the lyrics, if you okay. will. <laughs> Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, they, uh, they just lost their match on SmackDown, so they will be starting the chamber match off. They're a good team. I don't think that they do enough with Sonya Deville to make her matter. I mean, they they've tried. Done nothing, they've done nothing to legitimize her. They tried for all. like two or three weeks, and then that was it. Oh, oh. And they paired her back oh, up yeah. with Mandy Rose. She she got a two or three week commitment, and they were like, ah, we don't see it. Like, they didn't even give her a chance. And where, where, where were they? Where were they that they tried that out? You know what I mean? Like, what cities did they really try to put her over in? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, probably nowhere. Yeah. Probably absolutely nowhere. It's like, she wasn't on the Northeast circuit when they were trying to get her over. You know what I'm saying? Like, there wasn't a full commitment. And it's not like they have her, like, it's not like they've 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 tried to get her over in a way where, where they legitimize her as a fighter where she, like, comes out. And she doesn't, she wouldn't attack someone from behind if her whole thing with her t-shirt is put your hair up and square up. <laughs> they wouldn't, they wouldn't have her attack somebody from behind. She would, she would be the one that would, that would come out when Asuka's asking for a challenger and look her in her face and fight her. And then you have her take Asuka to the limit and then Asuka barely escapes with a victory. I mean, it worked for... And then the following week, the following week after that, you have her fight somebody that is on Asuka's level and win to keep her legitimate. I don't know if there's anyone that is on Asuka's level. Well, I the 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 women the women's division across WWE, not just talking about SmackDown, there's a clear top and a gorge before the bottom. <laughs> and that's not talent wise. That's just what they've built them up to be. Mm-hmm. There is, there is three at the top of that four, maybe five Let's say five at the, we'll say five at the top. And then there is a v- vacuum <laughs> and then there's everybody else. And that's because WWE wants it that way. They, they could make stars on every one of their shows and have them all play a role and mean something, but they'd rather talk about whether or not Becky Lynch is going to say sorry for three hours and then make her do it. (laughs) And then immediately make it not matter. Right. And then pull the rug out from underneath. Pull there. How many rugs are underneath her? (laughs) We just keep yanking rugs. We're yanking rugs all day. All right. Another team. Next team. Throw them at me. Uh, I hate Nia Jackson Tamina. Oh, okay. You want to get into this now? All right. What is their team? They are both of Samoan descent, so obviously they team up. Is that their big? That's the thing. Big booty bitches. <laughs> I. You know what? I would have some. I would have some profound respect 
for the two of them if that's what they called themselves as a team. Naomi, right? Naomi turns they and would, she's their leader. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> um, they're a team. Awesome. Uh, I can see them winning this match. Naomi and Carmella? I hate them. Or Nia Jax nope. and Tamina? Nia Jax and Tamina. I hate them. I hate them. But I have I have them officially winning this match. Because they suck and they're heels. They're going to win this match. They're going to be the first ever women's tag team championships. And they're going to carry to WrestleMania where they're going to defend and lose to Bailey and Sasha. That's how I would book it if I were booking this match. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. No. I don't want I don't want Nia Jackson to me to win this match. Like what's, at the, all. what's that State Farm what's that State Farm commercial? Oh, it's happening, sweetheart. Nope. Nope. Please don't. Please don't. Because then we're gonna have to get ten weeks. Of promos about how Nia Jax and Tamina Snuka were the first ever WWE Women's Tag Team Champions. And they're never planning on losing these belts and they could retire them. They're going to retire with them because there's no one at their level. And then they're going to squash a bunch of people and I don't want to see yep. that. Yep. Nope. It's going to be it's going to be Sasha over not only overcoming an injury. And her past difficulties with her partner Bailey, but they're going to have to overcome together the odds of Nia Jax and Tamina. I will say, to that point, look up Bailey versus Nia Jax in NXT. They had awesome matches for that women's championship. Just saying. <sighs> Prepare yourself, Jordan, because it's happening. Let's uh, talk about the iconics. I love the Iconics. I think they're hilarious, and I think they do everything that they're supposed to do the right way. I just don't see a reason to give them these titles, because what do they do with them? You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't want them to win this and drop them at WrestleMania. I don't think that'd be fair to them. That's why I have Nia and Tamina winning. I think they need time to build themselves right. up as more right. iconic performers or whatever um i love them like you said like they play their role perfectly as the shit heels who go out and annoy everyone on purpose but i laugh the entire time they're out there. yeah i think they're hilarious they're great they're great they're great in their roles i don't think they're ready for that responsibility yeah. yet i don't think that their roles are champion. What about uh, Naomi and Carmella? Well, obviously they've just been thrown together. Yeah, but they seem um, to be like a pretty good team. Like yeah, getting, no, I believe in, getting like I believe in them as a team. I absolutely believe in them as a team. And with more behind them, I think they'll be good as a team, like real good. But uh, you know, you can't throw them together and then give them the titles. Like that's. That's a that's a, a storyline that you do in June. That's not a storyline that you do when you're going into your Super Bowl. Yeah. This is this is the playoffs. This isn't the beginning of the season, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. 
What about Riot Squad? I love the Riot Squad. I think they're great. I think people don't give Liv Morgan enough credit for what she's able to do in the ring. I think she's really good. Yeah, and Liv, and that's, Liv sells her ass off. Dude, and, she makes everyone look like a monster. And Sarah even has improved a lot. Her her performance in the tag team match from this past Monday on Raw really, yeah. really impressed me. And when she took on what Ronda two weeks ago, was mm-hmm. it? She she showed up uh, because Liv lost, so Sarah jumped in to like take up for her, and it was awesome. She was good. She was doing a lot of the the knee strikes and stuff like that. Like she's great at it. Mm-hmm. Um, so like when you look at this list of teams, though, for me, there's really only three that you could give the belts to, which are right Sasha and Bailey, for, yeah. Nia and Tamina, and two. Mandy and Sonia because I think they've been doing enough with Mandy that Sonia can come along because remember last episode I said get Mandy in the title picture with Asuka so yeah I believe in them and I think that WWE's done enough to have the crowd believe in them and their heels that's the other thing that they have going for them I don't think that Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan are necessarily heels. So I don't see Mandy Rose or Sonya Deville winning the tag team titles because they are starting first in the chamber. Okay, so that's fine. So take away two of the three teams that I said it's possible to give it to. I personally think the Riot Squad has a fair shot here. I think so. I love the idea of the Riot Squad winning the titles here. But I also feel like Ruby deserves to be involved with it as well. And since she will be losing to Ronda earlier in the night, I don't think the timing is right. But I I think it's a possibility. No, I I agree that the timing's not right. I I like I said I like them as a team. I just don't think that this is the spot to do it. Like, if you're going to have the Riot Squad win, you do it in the summertime or in the fall. But what I think, from a storyline perspective, you need to do is have heels win it and faces try to overcome them. And if we're looking at this list of teams, sure, the Iconics are heels, but who's going to take it from them? It It wouldn't be an obstacle to overcome it would just be winning a match against them. You know what I'm saying? Like that to me that's the difference is that there's they're not as a team an obstacle to overcome. Nia Jax and Tamina are going to win these championships because they have that going for them. It's going to be difficult to beat them and that's the story you want to tell at WrestleMania. I disagree. Wholeheartedly. Who do you have winning? Um I guess if I had to choose, it'd probably be Bailey and Sasha. They're not winning but, it first. As great a story is, that's why them winning it is the story, but that's why you save it for WrestleMania. But they're not going to save it for WrestleMania because it'll be on the friggin' pre-show. You don't know that. WrestleMania's going to be like 10 hours. <laughs> it'll start, the match will start at 11.30 a.m., 
Uh, exactly in the parking exactly. lot wrestlemania is going to be if the royal rumble can go to midnight eastern standard time do you, do you not think wrestlemania is going that long at, like at a minimum it's, i swear to god they better not put these belts on nia jackson tamina i'm telling you dude it's already done sasha and bailey <laughs> they're they're our only hope they're not i i agree with you but it's not happening here is what i'm telling you for a fact, it's not happening here. I want them to win. That's why they are not winning here. I'm. I'm still it's gonna. I'm still gonna go with Bailey and Sasha. All right. All right. You could be wrong all by yourself. That's fine. When Nia and Tamina are winning, and 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 I'm looking at you, and I'm like, God damn it! But by wrestling logic, they won the match on Monday, which means they're gonna lose on Sunday. No, I, I don't think that that means diddly squat in this situation but hey let's just decide the championships inside an elimination chamber match because it's february right exactly you know what that means (laughs) (laughs) i just i just don't see another team that's worthy of it right now if it were if it were naomi and oscar still together as a team i'd be all over it i'd be all over it but I don't think that the titles are going to SmackDown for one. So you got to pick from the three Raw teams. And Bailey and Sasha are the ones that you want to see win, which means they won't. And Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan aren't the top heels on that show. So you give it to Nia and Tamina just based on that. Well, you for- And you create the chase. You forget Bailey and Sasha could win the titles here, drop them at Fastlane, and then win them again at WrestleMania. There's no way. There's no way that they would do three title changes in less than nine weeks. You haven't watched enough of wrestling the same, from Of the same title? Of the same title, they would not do that. Sure they would. It's entirely possible. They can't, they can't even commit to getting a title off of somebody anymore. See also, AJ Styles held it for over 300 days. Brock Lesnar is still the champion for like 600 years. And... And 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 who else? Who else has it? Pete Dunn's over six hundred days. Uh, uh, the only thing that they the only thing that they trade even remotely often are the men's tag team titles, but that's because they don't have a division. <laughs> and you think that the women have a stronger division? That's why you give them to Nia and Tamina because they could carry them. I'm gonna throw up. Let's let's ring the bell here. <laughs> We're going to lower the chamber yet again as we get into the WWE championship match that will be determined inside the elimination chamber, having Daniel Bryan, the champion, take on Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton, Samoa Joe, Kofi Kingston, and AJ Styles. So how awesome was that gauntlet match? Um... From what I hear, it was great. My, uh, I was not able to stay awake for the entire show. I saw Kofi and Daniel Bryan go on for three segments, I think. And on that third commercial break, I tapped out and fell asleep. Dude, it was so great. They, But I heard great things. I heard wonderful the things. The whole match put together was awesome. Start to finish. Kofi had a great match with Daniel Bryan. 
it's so nice to be able to see Kofi Kingston in like a singles capacity and being taken seriously. Um, Kofi Kofi had a great match with Dana Bryan. He went on and had a great match with Jeff Hardy and then had an even better match with Samoa Joe. It's like the scale and the way that they put it on was great. And then had a fun match with AJ Styles, although he was pretty much dead by that point because he was in the ring for over an hour. So wait, he beat Daniel Bryan, Jeff Hardy, and Samoa Joe? Yes. Wow. And then Samoa Joe uh, choked him out in the clutch on the outside of the ring after the match, and then AJ Styles chased Joe away and then had a match with Kofi for a few minutes. And then AJ beat him. AJ beat him, and then and then Orton, Randy Orton came out and hit an RKO and pinned yeah him. Orton showed up from behind him and hit an RKO and pinned him. So I'm 100 percent positive that the match that Kofi was able to put on last night on SmackDown uh, was did not change when Mustafa was taken out. I agree. I think Mustafa Ali was gonna go the distance here. Yeah, I think that I think that that's what they were going to do. They filled it in with somebody that's just as respectable, but I think it was supposed to be Mustafa Ali's coming out party, and he missed it. Oh, that sucks. It I does. was thinking the same thing. That sucks. This poor dude. Did they did they like ever describe what his injury was? He so, um, he had something from last week. Uh, obviously the eye injury, but that wouldn't keep him from competing because Randy Orton stomped him for yeah, real. Yeah, and he came back out. Right. Um, I think over the weekend at a live event, he got a concussion. Oh. Or it might have been when he took the table spot last that's, week. I don't that's remember which. That's the way that the video package made it seem like. Uh, right, but they don't acknowledge that live events are really things. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I read which you could take that for whatever the hell that means, um, that he got it at a live event over the weekend. Okay. Which sucks. It does suck. But, I mean, it's great to get Kofi in this capacity, so that's cool. Yeah. Uh, I hate costing a young guy something for a vet, but if you're going to give it to a vet that's never really gotten a damn opportunity, it's Kofi. For sure. Uh, So Jeff is just there. Uh, yeah, and I'm okay with it. You know, Jeff Hardy's doing his thing, and he deserves 100% to be in a WWE championship match, in a multi-man sure. championship match. Uh, Orton, also just there, uh, filling, filling a hole. You know, he's... Cashing a paycheck. Showing up for six-second matches. R- Randy Orton is the equivalent of a Vine star. Because <laughs> he shows up, hits an RKO, and then leaves, and that's it. And he leaves. Yeah. Um, imagine having to travel all that way, <laughs> pack all your stuff, kiss your kids goodbye, be on the road to get to TV, read the description of the show, and see that you're RKOing somebody and and ending the show after eleven o'clock. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't think he minds it, o'clock. to be honest. After 10 o'clock, I'm sorry, because it's SmackDown. After 10 o'clock. I don't think he minds, to be honest. Oh, no, because it's easy for Orton. He just goes, okay. 
He's like, and they were actually like, oh, okay, so AJ Styles is going to beat Kofi pretty quick, and then uh, Orton will come out. And Orton's like, well, what if AJ and Kofi have a long match and I just come out and hit an RKO? Like, he big leaves them. He's like, oh, let me tell you what, what the finish <laughs> is going to be, kid. What if he's like... <laughs> oh, God. What if he's what if he like fully buys into the uh to the to the viper thing and he's like what if I slither in behind him and hit an RKO for the win? <laughs> he like totally buys that he's a viper. The, it's a it's weird and nobody likes to talk to him about it. The agents are all like, "Yeah, yeah, Randy, that that sounds great." Randy, you know you're not actually a snake, right? And they're like, "Shut up, don't tell and him." And he that. just looks at them like <laughs> Yeah, uh, so I definitely don't doubt that Samoa Joe uh, is going to be the workhorse here. Um, his promo two weeks ago, yeah, when he came out, his music yeah. was playing, and he just started barking at everybody. Yeah. How great was that? Awesome! I think, honest to God, I think Kofi and Samoa Joe are starting the chamber. Okay, that's cool. Um, I want to see Joe. Stay in and get two to three eliminations. I don't want him eliminated first. I want I want it to be scary that he's still there. Yeah. Because, like, you've lasted this long, everybody's worn down, and Samoa Joe is still peering over your shoulder. Like, let's, let's, in, let, like, let's invest a little bit in Samoa Joe. It's high time that we do something with Samoa Joe other than have him lose. Yeah, give Samoa Joe, Jeff Hardy, and Kofi Kingston to eliminate. Um, I'm not sure what to expect out of AJ. Uh, are he and Brian still in a feud? Maybe. Like, is AJ facing Brian at WrestleMania? Is there enough gas left in that tank? But we, we have even stated, like, there's not really a bunch of challengers. You know? Yeah. It's hard to it's hard to visualize the landscape of WrestleMania when all six guys in the match at at uh when all six guys in the WWE Championship match you know like most of them aren't going to win. Like you know well, exactly. Randy Orton's not going to win the title. You know Kofi Kingston's not going to win the title. You know Samoa Joe's not going to win, and you know Jeff Hardy's not going to win. So really, it comes down to Daniel Bryan or AJ Styles. And Daniel just got that pretty sweet belt. So He did. Remember when the Elimination Chamber match was used to determine the number one contender for the brand who's who didn't have the Royal Rumble winner? Yes. Uh, why is that not a thing? Because this match would be so much more meaningful if Daniel Bryan was subbed out for somebody like Andrade. Absolutely, absolutely. And if they put the number, there would one be so much. Spot. There would be so much more. There would be such a bigger and deeper like what's going to happen to this match if it were like that. Yeah. Uh... I'm not against actually having the championship match in here, but 
it would make a lot more sense if it was a number one contender spot. Yeah, like, I'm not saying I don't like a championship match in the chamber. I love it. I just make it make sense. Like, this is just, uh, we need three heels and we need three faces and we're going to have a match for the title. Like, there's no, there's no story here. Daniel Bryan cuts a promo on SmackDown two weeks in a row, not directed at anybody, just talking about himself. Which I get because they're putting the character over, but... We are nine weeks away from WrestleMania, and he doesn't have a legitimate opponent that he has a story built with. That's piss poor. Piss poor. Here's a scenario. Why couldn't we do the Elimination Chamber match for the number one contender spot, and we get Daniel Bryan versus Rey Mysterio? Yeah. Just to have it. Yeah. I mean, you you got Ronda in a nowhere match. Why not let Mysterio have a shot? He's a he's a bigger name than Ruby Riot. It doesn't make any sense. But like, I'm glad you mentioned Ray, and I mentioned Andrade, and we mentioned Oscar uh, earlier, and we mentioned Becky earlier, and we mentioned Charlotte earlier. None of them have matches on this card. Neither does Seth. Neither does Seth. Neither does Dean. We mentioned uh, uh, McIntyre earlier. He doesn't have a match. Nope. What is happening? <laughs> so so am I to believe that these matches here happen, right? And then at Fastlane, we get matches with all the people that aren't on this card? And then these people will be left off? No, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Why? 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 That gift of, d- yeah, of yeah, that, yeah. Old, that southern preacher. Why? 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 So who you got winning? Uh, Daniel Bryan, because what else are we doing? Yeah, me too. They, they Creative needs to get him a feud quick, fast, and in a hurry. Because uh, we're getting too close to WrestleMania to have this kind of stuff happen. Exactly. And he can't yell about the environment every single night (laughs) like so is somebody supposed to come out and be like i like polluting and everyone cheer (laughs) yes (laughs) and oh so so uh eric rowan uh what (laughs) uh i'm not against the direction that he's been given what happened to the bludgeon brothers well, see, they both got hurt, and they lost the titles, and that was that. But, like, they spent an awful lot of time and, like, a, a decent amount of money making them a thing. They built them up. They were tearing people apart. They absolutely destroyed New Day and that other tag team that they were facing that one night. Who was that? Uh, the Usos? Was it the, the Usos. Destroyed them. Remember... Remember they choke slammed him onto the the Xavier onto the stairs. Oh, I remember. And I remember everything. I just like that then, he seems like he has a personality now. No, I like. I just don't understand why you would have done. Like, why? Why? He goes. Why? He goes from the Bludgeon Brother to the Gardener. 
He likes to get dirt under his fingernails. The 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 O in his name on his Tron is a recycle symbol. <laughs> I know they stole my goddamn recycling symbol. Uh, I just... And he's cutting a promo and he's talking about reading. <laughs> uh, You're like, just beat somebody up. Yeah, like like Vince's idea of what a bad guy is is so funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> if only, if only the two of them were from another country. Oh no, that would be everything Vince thinks is oh, a hero. Oh no, <laughs> if they were Mexican, okay. <laughs> uh, if they were both of of Latin American origin, <laughs> uh. Vince would make them the biggest heels the company's ever seen. They recycle. They don't eat meat. They're Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even speak the goddamn language. <laughs> that, that would be the entire thing. Uh, but then one of them would have to be the United States champion. Never mind. <laughs> and where yeah, are they? The United States Rusev and Nakamura. The- Nowhere to be found. <laughs> the United R-Truth. States Championship is reserved exclusively for people that are not American. So I mean, there's our truth. <laughs> well, I mean, he's an alien, but I don't mean from a different country. Our <laughs> <laughs> truth doesn't even know that he's the United States Champion. Right. <laughs> he's not even mad about not being on the card because he had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got a show? What do you mean? He thinks he's the tag team champion. <laughs> or he thinks he's the women's tag team champion. <laughs> he's going to be in the pod with Carmella. <laughs> <laughs> he attacks Naomi and he's takes like, her spot. Or No. No, he, he doesn't is, even attack her. He's just in the pod. <laughs> like, like Naomi and, and Carmella come out and they get in the pod. And they cut to the Cricket Wireless commercial or something <laughs> like that. And we come back and it's just our truth in the pod instead of Naomi. We don't know what happened Nobody to her. Nobody even don't acknowledges it. it. No, he's just in there. <laughs> he hits the truth or consequences, and they're like, wait a minute, that's not Naomi. He pins Nia Jax to eliminate her. <laughs> and he's like, sweet revenge. Right, right. Oh, God. I don't know. Um, <sighs> Anything else with Elimination Chamber? I, I, I think that's it. We can uh, we can open the door of the chamber and let us out, please. Um, go ahead and let us know what you think. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, uh, and Facebook at Royally Rumbled. Find us on YouTube. Search Royally Rumbled Podcast, uh, and we're available on the following platforms: iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Overcast, Podbean, SoundCloud. Spotify, pretty much wherever you get your podcasts. And if we're not on your favorite podcast platform, let us know and we'll get there for you. We've done it before. So make sure you subscribe and leave us a review because that'd be real nice and that helps us out a lot. And don't forget to get your tickets to Boner Jam 4 Balls Out, Interspecies Wrestling's WrestleMania Week show, part of the Hashtag Collective. Yep. Uh, if you want to follow us individually, I'm Jordan, and I could be found on Twitter and Instagram at JL24FPS. And I, Robert, can be found on Twitter and Instagram at 
Yes Ball. Thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, hopefully, you enjoy Elimination Chamber. Hopefully, this show surpasses the low expectations that it has. So, for Royally Rumbled, I'm Jordan. I'm Robert. And remember, no, no guess, guess is, is as good, good as, as ours. ours.